Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Pain is our life. Uh, rolling with disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D or hitting the proper buttons to record the audio. There is somewhere in the universe something, the CIA or something, picked that up. If you are listening, CIA, please give us those, those ten, minutes, ten back. minutes back. As always, I'm your host, Tyler. And I am your ever-loving co-host, Till. If you're new to the show, sometimes I don't hit the right buttons and we record an entire half a segment. And sometimes and it's good. screams are lost to the void. And we check the recording and it's not fucking going. This is why I shouldn't have this is why I should have this up all the time. Um, <sighs> where we argue, debate, and literally scream into the we void. We were just screaming about various aspects of D and D. Oh man, that was a solid conversation. Feel free too. to join the conversation between us and RWD podcast. Um, it's yeah. a sign we weren't meant to talk about it. No, I don't think we are. I'm crushed a little bit. A little bit. I'm a little bit crushed. We were discussing deities. Yeah. It was a great conversation. We literally rattled off all the 3.5 core deities except for one. And but no one, like from no, memory. No one's going to believe that. No. It's really sad. But nobody cares. That's the thing. Fucking Alana. That's the only one you forget. Jeez. <laughs> and I knew it. I knew it was a female nature yeah, deity. Yeah, like, yeah, I you, knew yeah, it. Yeah, you called it. Fucking... Anyways, so uh, when you're listening to this, this will be our last episode of the year. Yes. We're going to take a hiatus. Yes. Like, yes. Like yes. we do. Yeah, you know, you know the, holiday the holidays hiatus. are coming. Yeah. You know, y'all are doing things. Y'all traveling. You don't want to hear what we're saying right at this point. So. You know, I understand maybe you do want an episode for the road, but uh, we're going to be on the road. So just, you know, download something else. Download like, something else. Download one of our other episodes. There yeah. are many. There's many episodes. I would like to point out, though. People listen to us now. We, we wow, look at that. I want to thank you all for listening. Last month we had uh, our most listens on SoundCloud. The, of no, well, this reflects a lot of uh, some other okay. some other inputs as well. Our most listens of all time by a pretty significant margin. Big listens, big listens. It was um, we had let's see, three more than three times as many listens this last November as the year before, right? Y'all are coming to us. So I would like to say thanks. So we have six the show. hearts, people. Yeah, whatever. The SoundCloud likes me nothing. <gasps> no one, don't, don't listen to him. No don't listen to people. Don't listen SoundCloud. to people. I like that you like. Uh, and we're still getting people from other countries, Germany, UK, some Hong Kong people every once in a while. So, you know, thanks, everybody. So Thank you, you to our top listener. You know oh, who you are. Oh, our top listener, Danny you know, B. You know who you Danny are. Danny B is our top listener. That's our friend in real life, so thanks to him. Uh, but uh, I want to just make sure everybody knows that we're not going to be on the air for a couple weeks. We'll come back in January. Yeah, we'll come back in January. Ready and to go. we'll get it done. You know, this actually brings up a different good topic. Hit not, me. not Maybe not good topic, but just a fun topic. Something for the season. Mm-hmm. D&D holidays. Holidays in a campaign setting. I feel like they don't happen enough. They don't. Like, I don't have a... Whenever I run a campaign, it's never Christmas in the city. It's Or the D&D equivalent. Um, you know... Winter uh, Solstice. Uh, or just, you know, Bahamut Miss, you know? That's not, nope. It's Christ Mass. Yes. Right? It's a Mass. So it's Bahamut Mass. Okay. Bahamut Miss. <laughs> and maybe that's why there is no Bahamut Miss, because no one wants to say it. Bahamut Miss. No one wants to say it. What would be a good deity that works better with a one Cord. A one sil- Cord Cordmas. Why is or there no Hel- Cordmas? Helmus. Why is there no Cordmas? But no, but just holidays in general. You know, um, oh, Char, Charmus. 
That's God weird. of darkness and loss. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice. Interesting choice. The anti-Christmas, so to speak. Yeah. But there's no... Vecnimus. Like, we never celebrate New Year's. We never celebrate Emperor's Day or something like that. We Jasmus. Um, wait, didn't we have a New Year in one of my campaigns? I don't think so. Elvish, your, your elf campaign started the day of New Year. A celebration yes. was happening, yes. but an attack happened. Yeah. Yes. But, like, I feel like that's something that Critical Role does really well. They get to have parties every once in a while. Yeah. Like, every, like, 40 episodes, there's something to celebrate. Well, I'm the only one who has a calendar for my world. True, true. So I'm got, I got the advantage, and I should probably put more holidays in. Yeah. But it's just something in general. Like, like what what purpose? What Like, why do you think it would be a good thing? I think it would be a good thing just for role-playing, but do you have other reasons that you think it might be helpful? Well, it anchors you in the world. Mm, it's, I like it's that. Just, it's really the point of it is a flavor thing where you can where you can tell yourself, oh, these people care about this thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it affects their lives, and they, they, they're they willing to do and make choices based on this holiday, and it sets the tone for, and it sets the tone for that part of the adventure. So, did you ever read through the through the through the looking glass? No, um, Wizard in Glass is a Dark Tower no, book. Gunslinger no, Dark Tower I, book. No, see, I don't read a lot of those books. So I don't I, read a lot of books. Yep, except D and D books. Except D and D books. Um, Dark and Tower book four. Bark book four. Wizard in Glass follows the main character role in the Gunslinger when he's when he's young, like by Idris fourteen, Elba. I think. I love Idris Elba. Come on. Um, and much of this story follows. It's it's very much a D and D adventure where they're like they're hired, not hired. They're tasked with going to this town and kind of dealing with a wizard. They're assuming there's magic chicanery happening. The dark dude. But the entire story surrounds their sort of harvest What's that holiday. Dude's name? The, the the man in black. The man in black. Um, I like dark dude more. But dark man, Liam Neeson movie. There you go. The harvest festival involves a lot of building. Straw men, right? Decorating your house with I straw love people. It. I love it. And this is the important part, okay. is the straw men get burned in effigy as a sort of end of season thing. Little burning man. So, spoiler alert, I'm going to give everybody a spoiler alert for Wizard and Glass, book four of Dark Tower series. The protagonist's uh, woman he falls in love with gets burned at the stake along with the straw men what? at the end of the book. So, like the Wicker Man. Yes. Classic movie. So when Don't the... watch the Nicolas Cage version. So everybody gets whipped up into a frenzy around this festival. Mm-hmm. They, they turn against this woman for various sundry reasons, and they throw her in the fire. She's a witch. So like there is a, there is a relationship between the holiday and the events, and everybody's attitudes and what they're feeling and how they're like living their lives. So that, like right now, it's it's holiday season. Holiday season. People tend to try and channel the goodwill, nicety, blah blah blah. They don't do a good job. Nope. But they try. Yep. And you could probably like get away with. Some things, there's asking, like, hey, where's your holiday spirit? Donate to this thing, blah, blah, blah. You can mm. kind of subtly adjust people's behavior through a holiday. Yes. I yeah, No, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, I, I liked what you said about anchoring the players in the world. Like, they can literally go back and say, you know, oh, what were we doing in this? Oh, well, it was during this celebration that this happened, yeah. and this thing showed up, and we did this thing. And I feel like it's an easy way to keep track without uh, actually having to sit down and write notes out at a very detailed level. Yeah, it gives you watershed moments of mm-hmm. history. Because your characters already will they'll already say things like, oh, that happened that time we killed that guy. 
<laughs> that right? one time that we fought that guy, I gained this. They already have those watershed moments. Mm-hmm. So instead of it instead of it being, oh, this happened the one time I killed that guy, it goes, oh, that happened during the Harvest Festival. Oh, that happened during the New Spring Festival. Okay, what are some good, just not not generic, like obviously, you know, winter, solstice, spring, you know, all the But those are where holidays back. come from. Maybe not in your world. That's a, but it, okay, the point we're having this discussion here is because we're trying to offer some help. And if you're having problems making a holiday, starting with solstice and equinox festivals is the easiest way to start. What if you live in a world where it's always summer, like Arizona? Vernal equinox is great. Autumnal equinox is great. Winter solstice is great. Summer solstice is great. New Year's is great. Your deity holidays, basically you can make those up, the high holy day of your deity, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, what would the high holy day for Pelor be? Sunday. Sunday? <laughs> we'll let ourselves out. Solstice. Yeah, right. Exactly. So if you're Pelor, the summer solstice is a big fucking deal. All right. I worship Weejas. What's my holiday? I would honestly, a autumnal equinox at the end of harvest when things are starting to decay, oh, I was die. Gonna, I was going to say Columbus Day, but okay. Oh, you know what? Yours is better. Or is that more of a new rule holiday? Arithnil. Oh, yeah. No, it's a it's a arithnil for sure. Yeah. Slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. And, uh, so like uh, a fall pageant for Ouija. For death and, and magic and, and whatever. But that's also a holiday. Like your deities could overlap. It's a holiday for 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 um, Yandala. Yandala, yeah. Right, with the harvest. The harvest, with the food yep. and things like that. So there's seasonal analogs to holidays. But there's also holidays based on historical events, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, oh, this is the anniversary of that big fucking battle. <gasps> that big fucking battle? That big fucking battle. Why don't we have that in your world where we there was should. a big fucking It was battle. only 10 years, 20 years ago. Yeah. So it probably should be a holiday. Should be a holiday. There's some legislation put into place by some various kingdoms marking that particular day on the calendar. Okay. What's Good. the name of that day? Because uh, when the Far King was defeated uh, um, in the Central Desert. It'll be on the third Friday of the month, and we'll call it Farking Friday. Farking so far. King Friday. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, it's a great question. Why isn't it a holiday? Should be. Good idea, right? So. What do you do on holidays? No, I, I honestly, I don't really do holidays, so. But you did as a younger person. So, like, the Farking Day would probably be the one. That's like the 4th of July. It would be a celebra- an Independence Day of sorts. Yeah. Right? What Matt Mercer does a great job. What was the holiday in the first um Campaign. It was like around Winter's Crest. Winter. Winter's Crest. Thank you. That's like kind of Christmassy. Yeah. Right. And you, there's celebrations. There's mm-hmm. festivals. There's presents. Yeah. There's things. Yeah. How can your players interact with a holiday? Mm, maybe one of them is like really into it, and they're, yeah. they're that they're that crazy person that fucking you know puts up decorations a month early and only you know. Dia de los Muertos, right? The day of the dead. The day of the dead is fucking. That's Weejas. Yeah, that's Weejas' holiday. Yeah. Um, but that's great. What if during session zero you said, "Hey, you're super religious, you're a cleric. Do you have a high holy day?" And you just make them make the holiday. Make them make the fucking work for you. Make them do the fucking work. Yeah. And the, then you just put it on your calendar somewhere. Yeah, and exactly. if they get to it, they do. If they don't, they don't. Exactly. You just slip it in. But remember, according to the progress rules, you should be getting a level, um, every, basically every day. So the campaign only lasts 20 days. Fuck that. Yeah, right. It's ridiculous. But players, 
usually this takes the form of like festivals mm-hmm. and contests. What's what's like a smaller holiday that most people may or may not Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Yeah, there you go. Is there a deity of love? Uh, I mean, in the Greyhawk, no, in the Greyhawk there, deities, there's no. not. It's in, not. There's not one specifically of love. Um, I suppose like uh, peace, uh, joy. No, um, old Damara would enjoy a little, little loving. Yeah, a little little loving. Loving. That's different. Yeah. Nah, Dragon Lance. It's all the same. Fertility. It's more of a New Year's yeah, Day. Yeah, there's not really like an Eros love deity thing going on here. No, no, no Cupid in. I, I guess you know, there could be an actual Cupid. Oh, isn't there? There's one of courtship, I think, somewhere in there. But yeah, there could be something. You could make one up. Maybe you could just make your own pantheon. That way, it's in there. Like pick and choose whatever you want. And say these are the deities that have survived some cataclysm. Yeah. And this is the world now. Well, I was. You know, I was tinkering with this, modifying the deity list because there's already so many, and most of them don't matter anyways. So you could easily say, "Hey, this thing happened. There's only six deities to pick from," and no one would bat an eye because, like, well, it didn't matter anyways. Then most people don't really like play anything to do with their deities. That's when. That's why that becomes part of the story. Then it's you know Valentine's Day becomes an important major holiday. Obviously, it wouldn't become Valentine's Day. Yeah, but I mean, what if you don't have a character that's, you know, if you're not a, a cleric or a paladin or somebody that's, you know, or a character that's just religious, like, you know, me or you, we don't give a fuck about them. Yeah, but if you care about your friends, you go on an adventure with them. So then you're just that guy tagging along and stuck with the group. Yeah, because... This, it's not about your adventure, it's about their adventure. This is a side quest. Yeah, but what's your adventure then? Gaining levels. Thanksgiving's a holiday. That just happened recently. Okay, yeah. We could have a, a easily have a Thanksgiving holiday in the game. Yeah. That's a party. That's, that's a harvest. That, yeah. yeah. My, harvest fest. My big thing is how to adventure hook from the holidays. <clears throat> um. So maybe people against the holiday, anti, you know, that deity. SJWs cultists. who want to rename Columbus Day into Indigenous People Day. Yeah. You got to go. kill them all. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm. In favor of that. So something like that, though, you know, where, you know, evil cultists use the day. Never to... Before Christmas is a great example of a holiday gone wrong. Somebody has to go on an adventure to rescue somebody to save the holiday. The Grinch stole Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what are some other? The Santa Claus. Okay, well, I think we're all revolving. Is there any, like, other? Uh, uh, Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. It's not a good movie. But, well, no, it doesn't really. I, yeah. But a holiday occurs, an event occurs because of that holiday. I would say Halloween Town would actually be a much better example of that. Okay, I dig it. But the point is, a lot of Halloween Christmas. Yeah, adventures. well, those are good visuals, right? Like, what other holiday is such a good visual? Uh, Thanks Killing. There you go. Uh, born on the Fourth of July too. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Born on the Fifth of July. Um. Uh, other uh, Independence Day. Oh yes, what a what a film, right? But not the second one. I didn't even watch it. It's straight skipped it. Yeah. Oh, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you right. Go. Mm-hmm. Killing people. Imagine you know there's a there's a courtship holiday and somebody who's a spurned lover is just slaughtering people, anyone but only half get, of all the couples. Or anyone that gets close to the person they love, gets, like a serial gets killer. Killed. 
Yeah, like a serial killer. Well, there's love potions involved. Somebody is deliberately forcing people against their will to love each other. Oh, there you go. That's interesting. You gotta find out who and stop them. Stop them because of all the rape. I mean, if they're both into it, it's not really. What a weird ethical question. If I love potioned you and your partner, so you both were. You both. Who's respond? Am Does I it... am I raping you? Yeah. As the potion maker. You as the potion maker. I am raping. Are sexually you. assaulting us both? Wow, interesting. Would a love potion work if you really really hated somebody? Is that the rules? I don't know. I've never made a love potion in D anD. d Is there a love potion? Is in there D&D? a love potion in D anD. I mean, I could dominate person, but. Filter of love. But that's just a terrible thing. Next time you see a creature within ten minutes after drinking it, you become charmed by charmed. that creature. Yeah, charmed creature not, can't attack. That's not you know doing terrible things to each other in the good way. Here's the thing: if the creature is of a species or gender you are normally attracted to, you regard it as your true love. While so, you are charmed. so if you hate it, then no. So you'd just be charmed. You wouldn't be true loving. Yeah. But if you normally are like you know, if I like humans and, and it's a human, that's your particular gender. Hey, my true love for one hour. For one hour. Yeah, I know. But it could, it still could be an uggo, or like somebody you already oh, yeah. hate, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's the right gender and race. But at least it's only for an hour, not for like life. Yeah. So that way you two can now team up and kill the person that, you know, roofied. That's what I'm talking you. about. That's roofying. Um, there's an adventure hook in a holiday, so a holiday doesn't just have to be a Matt Mercer party, play the games in the street, blah blah blah. There are adventure hooks. Are fun. They are fun, but there are adventure hooks in there, so you could go. I don't know if that's an adventure. That's that's. Barely a side quest. It's a side quest. There's a quest. There's a quest in there. The quest leads to an adventure. It's more of like if we were police. That's like something that a local police detective would do. That's not really something adventurers would do. Well, when the. Figure out who's passing out love potions. When the mayor's wife comes to the adventure saying, oh my God, my husband left me with this fucking trollop that he would never leave me for. And then he comes back in an hour and says, I was dosed, babe. No, it's obviously a manipulated love potion somehow. We're not just using the standard filter of love here. Do you just dispel magic then? Some permanency. I would dispel magic and modify memory. Yeah, right. Just fix that. Yeah, and then the mayor says, oh my god, no, it's in the filter of love. I need you to modify my wife's memory so she forgets that I did all those things. Huge ethical quandaries. Oh, wow. Anytime you... uh, Right now, I'm going to say this right now. There's two spells that modify memory, and I hate them both because... That's creepy. A little. A I little. I don't like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it can be used for great good, obviously, but generally speaking, it's no bueno. So, oh, I don't that's know. That's our audio for the mid-segment. Oh, we got to that point. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Okay, well, we'll, we'll come back. You yeah, know. that's fine. Love you. Stop playing the fucking audio. Okay. Um, all right, yeah, we'll be back in a second. That was enough on holidays, I think. I am beholden to no one, no man. Come and see, and I saw, and there behold, it's a fucking beholder. Art is in its eyes. Fucking pain. I think our last pain segment is literally in their eyes. Of the year is going to be on the bane of most people's existence. Actually, the bane on very few people's existence, but every time you meet one, it is the bane of existence. Beholders. Because they're rare. They're uber fucking rare. You know why they're rare? They fucking hate each other. That and, uh, you know, they are very um, not wanting to die so they don't make their whereabouts known. Yep. Essentially, you have to just stumble into them. Yeah, because they have layers. Yeah. Like, very rarely 
like there's not just one, you know, that owns a shop, although I have considered that before. It'd be a horrible shop. They just levitate the items to you as as needed. And then kill you. And then kill you and take the money. Um I did have one that ran a uh uh kind of like just an underworld syndicate kind of thing. Um but no one ever saw it. Mm-hmm. He had like he a was, face for the company. Yeah, he was Zordon. And essentially, yeah. Anytime somebody fucked up, they got sent to the back room where it oh. was, and he just fucking ate them. Well, that makes sense. So, beholders, for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, they are the monster on the know. cover of the monsters manual. That is a beholder. It is a giant spherical head with eye stalks and one large eye in the center. Big old fucking. There head. are deviations of beholders, um, death tyrants. Spectators, um, what are the other ones called? Death Kiss, Goths, Gazers, more. I think there's more somewhere else, but they all kind of follow the same general pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, we're kind of pretty. What the the main one you'll most likely encounter is a beholder. It's beholder. Nine times out of ten, the beholder is the beholder. It is a challenge rating thirteen, motherfucker. Oh yeah. Um, they have they are deadly for a variety of reasons. One is their eye stalks, mm-hmm. which do what? They shoot random effects. Shoot fucking lasers. Fuck. They decide who it goes to, but it's a random effect. Eye rays. The be- action. The beholder shoots three of the following magical eye rays at random, re-rolling duplicates. Choosing one to three targets, it can see within 120 feet, which is the range of a longbow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those rays, charm, paralyze, fear, slowing, those are really the ones that are it's like, okay, I'm fine. I'm, I won't die now. Enervation, telekinesis, sleep, petrification, disintegration, and my personal favorite, the death ray. Death ray. I like disintegrate ray, actually, but yeah, death ray. Well, the death ray kills him. And then brings you back, right? No. No? No, no. it's just 50, 10 d 10 necrotic. It's probably just death tyrant then. One of them, it brings you right back as a zombie under its control. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. So, Disintegrate's classic, though. Yeah, I mean, it's classic. Your death Ray you can come back from. Yeah, Disintegrate you, you can't come back from. Well, true resurrection and a wish spell. But you take less damage from Disintegrate, obviously. That's the downside. I mean, the boat's a boat. <laughs> but the mystery box can be anything. It can be a boat. boat. <laughs> um, so the, the eye race. That's the deadly part. Oh, my. Well, the bite's not, not anything to laugh at. And it's 14 damage. Come on. Level, 14 fucking damage. Level 13. I'm just saying. When is the beholder going to bite you? Never. Literal never. If you're up in its grill. No. Aside from... Can it use its bite and its eye rays? No, it's actions. One action. It's one action. Bite is an action or eye rays an action. Okay, I know I wouldn't use bite. Unless I'm eating something for fun. Here's the other reason I say it's deadly. The beholder has an anti-magic cone. The cone of shame. The cone of silence. Wherever its big eye is looking... No magic. Is in an anti-magic field up to 150 of a cone. Yes. Fucking huge. Yeah, that essentially, most beholders are very intelligent. What's their intelligence? 18? 17. 17 for just a general beholder. Yes. They will put themselves in a room or in a place that that cone hits every fucking thing. So here, the, they have to be intelligent because they can close their eye and not use it, but... The area works against the beholder's own eye rays. Yes. So it's gonna it's it's gonna aim its anti magic cone at somebody, but shoot everybody else. Or just close its eye, shoot, open its eye. Uh, well, it determines what it's doing at the start of its turn, yeah. which way whether the cone is active or if it's where yeah. it's aiming. So, um, like it would start its turn. So if it, if it wants to take a turn off. I would aim at the wizard. Yeah. 
shoot put the, the, wizard, the, put the fucking wizard barbarian to death. Yeah. And then profit. Telekinetic ray the barbarian into the pit that I've cleverly placed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or you um, paralyze somebody, fear somebody. Yeah. The, and then start biting them. The anti-magic cone is a pretty fucking deadly thing yeah. because there's not a lot you can do about it except I have to move. It's Yeah. It's it's all about tactics. And if you are far enough away from the beholder, 150-foot cone, you're not moving out of that. That and, you know, there's only so many spells. There's good spells, but there's only so many spells that have a 160-plus foot range. Very few. Incredibly few. Like, I think Magic Missile might be one of them. Uh, I feel like Magic Missile only goes like 120 feet. Mm, magic Missile. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. Um, you spelled Missile wrong. You spelled Missile wrong. Missile. Um, it's 120. Oh, right? fuck me. Yeah. Wow. What about Fireball? I think Fireball's 300. Fireball. Do, 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 do. Which I've always been fascinated by. Fireball, just fucking distance for days. It should be right here. Fireball. 150. Uh-oh. So, so no. No, no. What you do is you, you, no, it would get canceled. It'd get canceled. See, this is the downside. So you'd have to put it, no, you can't put it above. The cone is a cone, so it. You have to like bullet bend, shoot it around yeah, the cone. Yeah, want to throw it around the cone. I mean, you could teleport next to him, you know, teleport behind you, stab him. Like, that's really your only bet. Do see, now, dimension door range? see now, that's something that I've always, uh, 500 feet. Yeah, um, dimension door. There you go. But see, that's something that I've always, that, that's come up in other discussions. Not necessarily with anti-magic, but like, um, let's see if it's only 30 feet. Um, unoccupied space. Anyway, um... So let's say that something is in an anti-magic field. Yes. Or uh, behind. Can I teleport into it? Can you teleport into it? Let's look. Anti-magic. Is this going to be something I can't read? It's probably okay. going to be very long. Um, here we go. Mm-hmm. Spells. A targeted creature in the area have no effect. The area of another effect that overlaps can't extend into the sphere. And it cancels the part where it overlaps. Yeah. Any active spell on that uh, is suppressed. Magic items are suppressed. Magic travel. Teleportation and planar travel fail to work in the sphere, whether the sphere is the destination or departure point. So you cannot bamf into an anti-magic area. So if I have a cone, essentially, that is filling a room, like if I've designed my room as a beholder I'm looking at the room, it fills a whole room. Yeah, you can't. can't even, even if there's a spot next to me that might be open, you shouldn't be able to travel through it. Can't bamf into the room. Yeah. Or out of the room. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Anti-magic cone's a problem. Because the same thing with um, prismatic wall. If I make a wall around myself, do you hit every single layer on the way in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? So the structurally, what you're talking about a lot, the positioning of the beholder. Um, and we talked with Doctor about this a few episodes ago, about how to make enemies more deadly. It's smart positioning and so, a layer. Yes, layer layer actions, fuck. Layer actions. Death tyrant, not death tyrant. Fuck. Beholder has layer actions. Where the you fuck did they the right? death tyrant's oh, layer actions? Those are legendary. Oh, legendary. I saw L actions. Where's just beholder? Here we go. Beholder's layer. Um, it has layer actions on mm-hmm. shift count twenty, like a lot of things do, um, which are very specific. I think my favorite one is just the eye opens in a random spot in the room. <laughs> yes, they're very specific because the layer actions are designed around the shape of a beholder's layer. Yes. Which do you know what the shape of beholder's layer is? I assume conical. No. What is it? It's a tall cylinder. Ah, so they can just go up and down. Exactly, because beholders can levitate and yes. fly, whereas everything else. Doesn't necessarily have a fly speed. And this lends to the second layer action ability of a beholder. Walls within 120 feet of the beholder 
sprout grasping appendages. Ah, very good. To grab shit. Yes. So basically, it flies up. Mm-hmm. If you go to chase it, the walls grab you. Nice. Right? Like, you have to make an athletics or acrobatics step just to escape. And then it's sitting there shooting down at you the whole time. Mm, very so nice. its lair is specifically designed to put you at the bottom, it's at the top, either anti-magic coning you, you can't get to him, or he's just blowing you he's up from flying. up top. He's just blowing you up. You're not flying through an anti-magic cone, so... Correct, exactly. Unless you have wings. Yeah. But again, if you're the only guy who can fly up to see the beholder... I'm coming! You're not coming, because he'll just blink and shoot you to death. Yeah. Fortunately, I think he has to target three separate things with the eye rays. Let me go back to that. Let me double-check that, because I think I said it out loud. Choosing one, two, one, two, three targets. Oh, no. I can target one guy with three different oh, rays. Oh, are you coming my way? I mean, Let me, three random it's rays. It's random rays, but still, Let's uh, you on. are paralyzed, paralyzed, and death. Let's roll uh, three different... What's my dice roller? Dice. You can roll 3d8. Dice, wizard. Do you just need 3d8? I want 3d10. There's 10, 10 things. Oh, there's 10 things. I'm going to roll a d10, three. Okay, that's bullshit. That's uh, fear. Okay, so, so you're so running they're not, away. They're not coming closer. Six. Ooh, that's a good one, right? Is that paralyzed? Telekinetic. Oh. Oh, so you start pushing, pushing them down. Pushing them down. <laughs> and last... That's not good. Paralyzing, right? I paralyzed the guy who can fly because he has afraid. wings. You're paralyzed and what was six? You're uh, uh, talking I just shoving your paralyzed body into the ground like Red Scarlet mm. Witch does to the Vision in Infinity Wars. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, it doesn't even matter. Those are three pretty ne- non-deadly rays, but if you get hit by all three of them, you're not doing anything. No, you're not gonna fucking do anything. Next turn, he does disintegration. Uh, enervation uh, yeah. and death. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled randomly: disintegration, enervation, and death. That guy's dead. Yep. That character's yep. dead. Paralyzed. You have disintegration. I target all you with three. Saves, you're so. fucking dead. So beholders themselves are pretty fucking sick and deadly. They're a break, big, big bad, four level thirteen and around. Honestly, if you're in a lair, I think mm-hmm. their challenge is supposed to be fourteen. Maybe I thought it was like sixteen. Um, 14. 14. Beholder encounter okay. is Lair's challenging 14. That's it. The only one extra. I'd give it much more. But there's other beholders, like a Death Tyrant. Mm-hmm. Death Tyrant is basically a Lich Beholder. Yeah. They they don't want to die so badly that they decide, I'm not going to die. And become a fucking floating skull. Yep. They still have all the same things. But better. But better. And its eye rays are just floating eyeballs. The eye ray, That's the thing. I think his eye ray makes zombies whenever he kills things. Oh. Death ray. No. No, his eye. His actual eye. His main eye. Negative energy. Oh, this is a negative energy cone. Can't regain hit points. Any humanoid that dies becomes yeah. a zombie. Yeah. I thought, <gasps> I thought he had that ability. That's cool, but it's not an anti-magic cone. No. No, it's much better. He wants so, things to die. So he's much more aggressive. Yes. Because Beholders and Death Tyrants get legendary actions. Well, and his lair actions are fucking incredible. Lair actions. Uh, grasping arms. Spectral eyes and tentacles. Spectral eye. This is the same. Oh no, this is slimy. He gets um he can That's oh, the same thing. Except he obscures the area. I thought it was a bigger range. Mm-hmm. I thought there is uh what is it? Not fifty f- See this is a fifty oh. foot square area. That's a fifty foot cube area. Uh yeah, his are his are dimensional. Yeah. Because his walls that sprout things go into the ethereal plane. Yeah. Oh, so he's dimensional. He's like a four D beholder. Yeah. Four D. 4 D&D. D&D 4E. But, Death Tyrant, yes. Terrible. Terrible. All these are terrible. But I think Volo himself said it best. Yes. When beholders dream of beholders, that's when the real trouble starts. When's that? 
So uh, there are different groups of beholders. There's the solitary beholder. There's the death tyrant, which is you know obviously solitary. And then there's hive. You can actually get a hive of beholders. That's fucking stupid. In exceedingly rare cases, a beholder might experience a dream in which it sees itself in a mirror or encounters several copies of itself or imagines a sensation akin to what humanoids call multiple personalities. At such a time... The beholder's dream birthing creates a beholder hive, a group of newborns that are identical to its own shape, but smaller. And really? It, yes. It can get babies that It can way. make baby tyrants. That's it, how new beholders essentially come into existence. Well, they dream of them. If I'm not mistaken, beholders are from the far realm. Yeah. They're from the darkness. The, yeah. the madness space between. They are essentially dreamt of in nightmares, and that is how they come into being. That's cool. But beholders themselves are so powerful that they can shape reality to make more beholders. Here's the thing that is a little, I like that, and it satisfies a point that I wanted to bring up when I said earlier, beholders hate each other. Mm-hmm. Every beholder thinks that it's the perfect embodiment, physically, intelligently, everything of beholders. I am great. Every other beholder is a lesser being to me. Yes. No matter what they look like, they think yes. they're perfect. Mm-hmm. So if I was, of course, they're not going to reproduce normally because they hate each other. Yes. But if I dream into existence copies of myself, my vanity would over, like, yes. When the yes. dreamer awakens, it treats the newborns as extensions of its own self yep. rather than other bodies, and therefore isn't consumed with an urge to kill them. Yes, it is me. Those are little me's. I think that's how most people reproduce. They have their own personalities and goals, but they're very but they're clones of each other, so they're aligned more or less, probably. Yeah. That's interesting. And I the, didn't know that. The original that? one is usually the dominant one and takes a leadership role, and the rest just kind of do the thing, and it consists of between three and ten beholders. What book is that? Uh, that's Volos. Really? Yeah. Where is that? Probably at the top. I don't fucking know where it went. Beholder. I don't bedroom. fucking know where that. Is. I didn't remember reading that. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, um, I think it's actually in their like story, not yeah, in yeah, their yeah. like stat block. Monster, Monster lore. lore. Yeah. Beholders. Yep, there it is. Okay. Yeah. There's a layer map too, by the way. Oh, it's a, it's a central sexy. vertical column with a bunch of fucking just little tunnels Offshoots. to come through. It's like a hive. Yeah. It's. I think a hive is a perfect uh, uh, explanation so. of that. But just imagine. Ten beholders, ten eye rays, just, just, just death, just fucking death. Ten beholders issuing three eye rays. Yeah. Wait, do they, they? Yeah, they're copies. Yeah. So they might do less damage. Maybe they're not as powerful. Sure. Fine. But still, what if all the little ones get paralyzed and the big one gets death ray? Because you're times? gonna miss a save. You're gonna miss a save. You gotta. You can be a level twenty monk. You're gonna roll a one. Yeah. But unless you have the lucky feet. <laughs> Fine. You're going to roll a one and a two. Oh, oh, that's painful. Yeah, I think uh, beholders have such cool things going for them, and they're so deadly on their own that it's just worth playing a beholder. Like, using now, a beholder to make a... Now, how... Are remember. there any beholders that you can ever encounter at lower levels? Because these are all 13th yes. and higher. There are reduced challenge rating. I know the beholder zombie is a thing. I think that's a 6th level challenge rating. Um... But are there smaller ones? Yes, there are smaller beholders that are not evil. We encountered one in the Lost Minds of Fandelver. It's called a spectator. Yeah, you're, you're on the book. Yeah. There you go. It is a challenge rating three. Okay. It's got little rays. Doesn't have any magic cone. I like its reaction. It can reflect a spell, but it's lawful neutral. Yeah. It's a guardian of a thing. Yeah. It's not an evil, gonna kill everybody thing. It looks evil. It looks evil as fuck. Looks a bit rapey. But... <laughs> But it's um, it doesn't really you know it's not evil. That's the point. It's not trying to, mm-hmm. to commit genocide. It's protecting something. 
It's summoned from its home to guard a place. Okay. Right? It's a tiny little ball. Yeah. So what else is there? Uh, the Death Tyrant, obviously. Um, the, where'd he go? Beholders. The Death Kiss. What is a Death Kiss? That just sounds fun. It's a lesser beholder. Uh, when a beholder has a vivid nightmare about losing blood. <laughs> so, beholders dream just create reality, and I, I love that about them. Like, they're so powerful. Because they're coming from madness. Yeah. Like, the uh, Lovecraftian horror. Yeah. That's very much and what they And they are. just breed death. But these don't have um, eye rays. They no. have tentacles that vampire you, lay blood drain you, but it also has lightning blood. Go on. A creature within five feet of the death kiss takes... 1d10 lightning damage whenever it has a death kiss with a melee attack that pierces or slashes it. So if you make it bleed, it zaps you with lightning. Love it. It's Blood is lightning. Love it. Um, there are goths, which are lawful evil. Challenge rating 6. They're basically tiny beholders. Um, they're beholder-like, but they eat magic. Oh. Is they that what their have, eye does or something? They have a uh, magical metabolism as kind of part of their thing. But their eye rays are like devour magic and enervate. You know, it's more, it's less death and more like sucking the life out of you. Mm, and lastly, sexy. a gazer, which is just neutral evil, challenge rating one half. Ugly. Ugly as Very fuck. small, I believe. It's, I think they are tiny. It's a tiny manifestation of a beholder's dreams. So this is my, this might be what the little beholders are that he pops up. Uh, it's not what it says, but no. I think that I think that's helpful in that it doesn't kill me. These are more familiars. Like, oh, there's a variant rule right here that says, a familiar is this instead of a you know, raven. Oh! Yeah. I could have a beholder familiar? Spellcasters who are interested in unusual familiars find that gazers are eager so to serve. So if I am a warlock with the, like, uh, uh, great old one sure. patron, and I take the Pact of the Chain, I could get a god. As long as you're a third level spellcaster. <laughs> I think I have found It's a gazer, my... not a god. Uh, it's a gazer, whatever. Yeah. I get a beholder. You get a tiny, tiny non-beholder beholder. But it has eye rays. It does have dazing, fear, frost, and telekinetic. Love it. Perfect. Love it. Doing and it can it. mimic like a kunku. <laughs> and it has aggressive like an orc. <laughs> <laughs> and it only has 13 health. It actually looks like a mix between a kunku and an orc. It has like an orc face. Yeah. It's horrible. It's ugly. Uh, I'm a big fan of beholders. I like using them. We haven't used them very often. We've encountered one I, death tyrant one, one time. Yes, one, yes. And died. I think that should be the way it is. Just because of how they don't really reproduce, there shouldn't be a lot yeah, in the like, world. Yeah, uh, like T-Rex's hunting territory was fucking dozens of miles. A beholder should, in air quotes, have territory. Like literally a mountain range yeah, this should is, be what I a, am the beholder who lives yeah. here. If he catches fucking another whiff of another beholder, he sends all his minions out to fucking kill it. If they're unsuccessful, guess what he's doing? Gonna fucking kill that thing. I am the beholder beneath the mountain. Hear me roar. Exactly. All roar. right, that's it for the year, buddy. Guys... Been a blast. We'll it's come back blast, here blast. in about two weeks. We'll be back in January. Three weeks, three yeah, weeks. Uh, I think this is yeah, three weeks probably. Cause yeah. Uh, happy holidays. The happiest. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you're into. Merry Sunday. Happy days, and we will see you next time. Don't be dicks. Thank you.